blood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Verse 11 through 18, and I'm reading. O ye Corinthians, our speech to you is candid. Our heart is wide open. On our part, there is no constraint, but there is constraint in your affections. See, when, when, when people are corrected from the pulpit, they don't love the pastor no more. I'm telling you. Because they think I stayed up all night to find this scripture to get you. And you know how inconsistent you are. I didn't even know you would be here. <laughs> so, so what am I doing staying up all night to get a scripture to get you? And you don't come for once a year. Second Corinthians 6, 11, and right about now I am in verse 13. In fair exchange, I speak as unto my children, open wide your hearts to us. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an unbeliever? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Somebody tell the Lord, thank you. See, the new path is dangerous. The new path is filled with ungodliness. Now, this doesn't have anything to do with who you were raised up with. Don't confuse God's ethics with your own. If a person is a Christian and seeks to marry someone who is not a Christian then that Christian is out of the will of God and the instructions are to separate yourself that shows Christianity on a stage where God wants that light to be right on that stage now if a believer is not to be yoked with an unbeliever then that means no dating and unbeliever. No marrying. Even if you go up in Texas and find 
some justice of the peace. God said no. Because what fellowship does an unbeliever have with a believer? What agreement does the temple of God have with idols? And it says, wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. So then that tells me that I'm not supposed to be running as a Christian with gay people. Now that's, 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 that's what it's saying. And what concord or what fellowship does Christ have with Belial or, or some other idol entity? I'm not even supposed to be trying to go in business with an unbeliever. Mm -mm. I'm not supposed to do that because we've been called out of that. We've been called as Christians to come out of that. You know, you know, down through the years I've spoken with you all about no apology. You don't make an apology for new birth. <laughs> God has done something good for you. You born again in Christ Jesus and you walking around being apologetic. It didn't say cuss nobody out before you leave. It just said leave. And don't touch the unclean thing. Amen? Amen. Even a child shall lead to praise. <laughs> uh huh. Now, no clubbing. Ouch. No running with those that are in darkness. Y'all act like y'all don't want to hear this. From up here, it look like I'm dealing with a whole army that's frowning. Could you praise God right there for his word? Could you tell the Lord thank you right there for his word? Now let's 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 see if we can find the old path where we don't smoke no cigarettes. <laughs> where we don't club it. Where we don't be out there shaking it down to the ground, making the Lord look bad. Now some of y'all you you shouldn't shake no more. That that that's just that simple. Cause you can you can whoop that hip out there. <laughs> then it take everybody in there to find you in that chair and sit you down. Your hip shaking days are over, baby. Even straighten up you out there on the floor talking about, hey you <laughs> could you come help me <laughs> my hip stuck <laughs> but God is a good God I can't even begin to imagine the joy that should be connected with someone who was gay and met Jesus and got straight I couldn't be even begin to imagine when the Lord stepped in and made that a whole person. Wow. Because God wants us whole. God wants us healthy. Amen. How we glorify God is being the gender he made us to be. And glorifying God in that stead right there so that God can be at his best living in us 
And we can be at our best living in him. Amen. What a blessing. What a blessing to know that you don't, whatever shape you're in this morning, the blessing comes as a result of knowing that I don't have to stay in this shape. Because there's a man in the house that can change me. There's somebody here that can redirect me. There's someone in this house right here right now that came to be with us this morning that can make us every bit of what he wants us to be. Amen. Amen. And if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation, a species that never existed before. To become all that God wants us to be, man, what a blessing. What a blessing. When a man is able to stand up and take care and provide for his own household. You know, love his wife, love his family, love himself, love his neighbors. What a blessing. And then to get changed and to have no apology for it. Man, I'm telling you, God is just, it's just good. Is anybody hearing this? Amen. Tell your neighbor, you don't have to stay the same. That's a wicked, evil spirit. That's a wicked, evil spirit that has gotten into that person and have perverted their thinking. And not only that, you got some, you got some kleptomaniacs. They can unweave you while you're talking. God wants the very best for you. Let's look at the old path. You ready for it? Now, Jeremiah says that we are to ask for it. That we are to get... Go back there. Jeremiah 6 and 16. You know, while I don't want to go back to the outdoor toilet. Huh? Anybody in here remember that outdoor toilet? Yeah, it was, it was, between, the, it was between the old toilet in the backyard. Or oh, that slop jar. In the kitchen. Yeah, by the bed. But you know, I just say, Lord, and brought us from a whole long, big old piece away. And He still ain't through blessing us. He's not. What a mighty God. Jeremiah 6 and 16, the Bible says, Thus saith the Lord, stand in the ways. See, there's a lot of ways. Stand right there in that intersection in your life and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk in it. And you shall find rest for your souls. Isn't that something? But they said, we will not walk in it. See, some people are afraid to change because they know if they change, they're going to lose some friends. They're going to lose a whole lot. And the devil will threaten you with changing. All change ain't bad. I say that again, all change is not bad. Some, some of us need to change. We, we don't need to be afraid of losing our identity because we change. Is there any new creature in here that's glad to be that new creature? Yeah. Amen. You, you, you ought to be happy that God has stepped in and have changed you. But you see the energy for the change right here in verse 16 is that you and I, we and us, are called upon to stand in the ways. And see. And to ask. For the old path. A lot of times. When we stand and when we ask. 
lead me, Lord. We ask him to lead me and to guide me every step of the way. Then that means that some folk I'm connected to, I'm going to have to leave them in my rear view. And look straight ahead and see a plain view. So this is not about trying God. This is about trusting God. But that old path. Where them old people. Used to tell you son don't do that. Don't, don't, don't bother that. Yes ma'am. The old path. Where kids didn't call their mother Mary. They call her mama. The old path. Where children were made to behave. And the parents, if the kids would call an adult by their first name, it was going to be a problem right there. If the parent heard it, you wasn't getting away with that. You had to put a handle on that. Anybody in there know what I'm talking about? You had to put a you had to put a handle on that. And even if your parent didn't go to church, they sent you to church. If they found out you didn't go to church, it was going to be hell to tell the captain. It seemed like back in those days that parents were genuinely concerned about how their children acted in the neighborhood, what their demeanor was at the school. A lot of times, you know, back in the day, that's the old path. The old path. Boy, don't break this table. The old path. <laughs> when there was some sort of common respect if a, if, a, if a parent told the other parent that your child was seen looking in the window down there, in their neighbor's window, it wasn't like, don't tell me anything about my child. It said, I'll take care of it. It was not, don't tell me anything about my child. Because it seemed like people were concerned about other people's children. The old path. When old people were respected. You remember that? That was about 2,000 light years ago. When old people were respected. But you know what happened to the old people? The old people. The old women. They had, they, they had passed on. But they didn't want it to go. So they started cutting their skirt off. Bud and knees. Ain't that something? Old women whose knees are wrinkled don't want all that on display. So what happened, the older people, both men and women, began to want to be young so badly until their demeanor starts slipping. It's hard to respect an older person who won't respect themselves. And then one of the worst things. That could happen back in the day. Is for an old person to lie on you. Oh man. When they lied on you. That became. It became difficult. And a lot of older people. Back in those days. Tried to hold on to their morality. Tried to hold on. You know. To what they felt they needed in order to be complete. They, they had to somewhere and somehow hold on to that. And in holding on to that, they went back instead of going forward. They went back. And the younger generation had no morals. So it left the old people just out there. Just hung out there. So now where are we today? Same place, hung out there. I think that old people ought to dress age appropriately. I, I really do. That you know that the that the godly women should dress 
in a way that presents God to an ungodly nation. Can you agree with that? Amen. So where are you walking today? Where are you talking? Who are your friends? Because you're light. You got something to prove. We have something to prove. Because the Bible says prove all things. That's just not in Bible study. You ought to be able to take me at my word even on the street. But a lot of old people have been shut up now in the nursing homes and uh, there's no wisdom in the house. You know, the teenage girl got all kinds of earrings everywhere. Everywhere. And there seems to be no respect in these houses. We have to as Christians present to the Lord and the world the new you on the old path on the old path so you ready to go you ready to discover a few things Matthew chapter 7 the Lord Jesus Christ is here speaking I know sometimes, man, when, when I was growing up, my, maid, my mother made us obey. She made us obey. You wasn't over there listening to the old people conversation. Uh-huh. It made little girls fast and boys disrespectful. My mother caught you eavesdropping. It was going to be a problem. It was going to be a warning at first. Then it was going to be thunder with the lightning. Because you didn't get involved in old people's conversation. Y'all know what I'm talking about? You didn't just show up standing all there listening to what they were saying. Because them old folk back there, they, they had some talking. They had to do it while they saw you. There wasn't no cell phone. <laughs> and they've been trying to catch up with you for three weeks. Uh, and finally saw you at the A&P. So y'all got all that time in that you had missed. So the word was, go, go over there. Go, 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 go stand over there. Good, did you know that John L. hit Hazel in the head with a bat? <laughs> but I'm I'm happy I'm I'm happy to be alive in this day. I really am. I'm I'm happy to be alive in this day. That the Lord has allowed me to live this long. When I was sixteen, I, I never I, I didn't think I would live to be 18 I didn't I was too bad I was too bad it was a shame the way them guys had me acting <laughs> okay let's get serious the Lord want us to know how to walk where to walk with whom to walk with whom not to walk where not to go what not to do is tag hashtag Jesus Christ said in the 17th chapter of Matthew 7th chapter Sunday school and take that <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> write that up on your forehead <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right the gospel of Matthew chapter 7 verses 13 and 14 listen to this enter in at the narrow of the straight gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way 
that leadeth to destruction. And many there be who go in that way. Because straight is the gate. And hard is the way. Which leadeth unto life. And few that be that find it. The Lord says to enter in. And to enter in at the narrow gate. For wide is the gate. And broad is the way. That leadeth to destruction. And many. There be. Who go in that way. So many people are being destroyed. They're being destroyed. They went in that house where that woman was. And came out with AIDS. And never recovered. The Lord said. To walk in the straight and in the narrow way. It's not a lot of Christians that are willing in days like these to pronounce themselves and announce that they are Christians. It's a lot of people that have no path for their feet. I'm a Christian, but how many days of the week? Huh? So then you're telling me then that seven days out of the week I'm a Christian and I'm walking in the path of righteousness. So then if I take a break and lay my religion down uh, and go out Friday and Saturday and strain to come in on Sunday then what am I doing to the kingdom? What message am I sending? Who's going to follow me to the cross? Because if I'm going to follow Christ, there has to be some, some restrictions on my life. There has to be some restraints on my life that, that, I, that I enforce. That I enforce. That people see. And ask the question. Do you think that you are better than us? The reason that you don't go and shake it down with us? Is that why you don't go with us on Saturday night? To jam and shake? Because you think, because you go to that church, you better than us? That's not the issue. The issue is, if I go with you, then how many people will I cause to stumble when they see me there? That, that's the issue. I'm grown. I'm above 18. I can go wherever I want to go. But where I'm going, if it's going to cause you to stumble, then I should not go. And I wonder how many of us in here are that disciplined to the point that we have the strength on the inside to say, I choose not to go. Because broad is the way. And in that broad way. I ain't talking about that street out there in Motown. Huh? It's a, it's a broad way. And in that broad way. People do everything. They do everything. You see people. And you, you have to just back up and, and see. And, and say. Is, is, that, is, is that. Is that cloth. Or is that paint. You wearing. Uh, because those pants are so tight till it's hard to distinguish were they painted on or did you put them on broad is the way Jesus said out there destruction is waiting on you out there and he said a whole lot of folk go that way Whole lot of people. Down through the years I've had people ask me, Pastor, you don't go to the boat? No, I don't go to the boat. I know they've sent me at least three awards, businessman award and all that from the boat, and had, you know, sent messages for me to come. And the person that they 
told that they had it out there for me, I told them, okay, get it. <laughs> because I'm not going. I'm not going. And when you make a decision that you're not going, see that broad way out there? Every morning you wake up, somebody, three more folk shot dead. Every morning, every, every morning, somebody else done been shot. In the Broadway, folk are filled with sexually transmitted diseases. In the Broadway. In the Broadway. And how many people whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life Picking up AIDS and all that in the Broadway. Now just, just think about it. Man, a life that's ruined by sexually transmitted diseases and, 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 and this stuff, it's almost like, okay, so you go and get a penicillin shot and all of a sudden you see something leaking back out your arm. It's throwing it back at you. There's some diseases out there, man. Penicillin ain't penicillin. You got some stuff out there, man, whatever they give you is going to spit it back at you. And some of this stuff will alter your life forever. 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 I don't let nobody put me on no good trip. So you, you, you think you're a Christian, huh? No. I know I'm a Christian. I already know that I'm a Christian. So in me acting in an unchristian way, is that going to make you feel better? Well, you won't be feeling better no time soon because I've already gone through my smoking and all the rest of that stuff. Now I just want to let God be seen in my body by life or by death. I'm not perfect. I never will be. But I don't plan on going no, on down on no Broadway. If a bullet gets me, it's going to be a mistake or, or somebody finally found me. <laughs> That's why when I pull up to a red light and a car already at the red light, I ain't going to window to window. I don't know what's over there. I'm not proud of it, but I did some stuff when I was doing it. I ain't have to do it. And I don't know if, you know, if people, you know, you know, have not forgotten. But the Lord says how you live your life, don't live it in the broad way. You take your life down the narrow way. And when you think about a path, see I'm from Southeast Shreveport, I'm from Stony Hill. And when you talk about a path, you're talking about, about just enough for one or two people to walk down. It's a path. It's a narrow place. And you don't have a lot of people on there with you. It's almost like an intimate journey. Me and Jesus, we're walking this path because he's given me eternal life. And, and in this life, I'm happy to have this life. So I don't need no crowd. I don't need no crowd when I, when I go shopping. Amen. I don't need no crowd. Crowd for what? Amen. I don't need no crowd. You don't need no crowd. We're talking about a footpath. Where if just a few people can get on that path with you. That's what we're talking about. Because if you always have to move with the crowd, then my question to you is why? Mm -mm. Learn how to walk alone. Learn how to take these steps with Jesus and be satisfied with the life that he has given you. Learn that on that path, you are not alone. 
I'm scared of you. You got to have somebody to go to the mall. You got to have somebody, you know, to go shopping at other places. Why do you have to have someone to go with you? I'm not saying, you know, anything other than that, but it's time to learn how to walk by yourself. And to not have your whole day ruined because a certain person cannot go shopping with you. Learn how to walk this path alone. That's what Jesus said. That's what he said. Down through years I've had people come to me and say, well, Pastor, you know they, they got a such and such and so going on in the city. Are you going to it? No, I'm not. Well, Why? Because it ain't your business why I'm not going. I ain't searching you out trying to find out where you're going. I'm not going. And I feel good about that. Because I'm not subject to man. There's a lot of folk right now in prison for years because they got in the wrong car. Because they hooked up with the wrong person. You know it dawned on me sometimes. I say okay. They got this person DNA. Do you think for one moment. Unless maybe you're over in Texas somewhere. Do you think for one moment. That. Them prosecutors down there. Going to be trying to find your DNA. And match it. With whoever shot that person. They can have it man. And be holding on to it. And know you ain't the guy. But you still ain't going nowhere. That ain't right. But who's interested in what's right? I watch out there. Ain't nobody interested in you getting out. For 30 years you sitting up there. And they know you ain't guilty. That's the way of the world. I don't plan on getting into that. When, 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 when they tried to throw throw me in jail a few years ago about five years ago and they worked, they worked hard at it but the Lord you understand what I'm saying but the, the Lord stepped in and delivered me out of the mouth of the lion you understand what I'm saying because I have a voice and somebody ever didn't think I have some influence so now we got to put this man in jail. And they came. And the Lord made sure that they went. You listen to me? I see people that I used to run with years ago. Some of them I graduated with. And uh, haven't seen them in years. And so they want to, you know, grab a burger or something. My thing is, okay, if I have time, I'll meet you over there. But I ain't getting in your car. That may be the last thing I see, your front window. I ain't going to do it. So you have to be wise in your walking and who you spend your time with because it costs you 20 years. I'm not trying to belabor the point. I'm trying to get the point over. You want to live your life without having to check in with the guards. Yeah, I mean, you, you understand? What, you, you want to live your life where you do not have to check in with the guards. That's what you call being free. I have a few more scripture. probably won't get a chance to e elaborate on them. But I pray this morning... That this message finds you on the high side of life. And that you really are happy with your life. And that you're thankful for what God is doing for you. I'm just going to run them and then I'm going to be through with them. I'm talking about to search for the old path. Psalm 1611. Psalm 16 and 11. Anybody getting anything out of this? If I had another 
name for this message. It would be mind your own business. Yeah, mind your own business. Be careful who you invite to your house too. Are you in Psalm 16? All right. These are the words of life, everybody. Psalm 16 and 11. This is a beautiful part about it. When you talk about seek the old way, the old path, watch this. Psalm 16, 11. Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand, you know that's where Jesus is. Yes, there are pleasures forevermore. <laughs> the Lord tell me to do what? To seek the path of life. Isn't Jesus our life? Well, seek what he would have you to do in every situation in your life. Seek the path of life. For what reason? Because in God's presence is fullness of joy. Who is that? That's Jesus. At thy right hand, there are pledges forevermore. God wants us to have a good life. Come on, now, I ain't talking about the health food store on her. God wants us to have a good life. A good life. And the best way to do that is to keep bad people out of it. They got a life they're going to live. You better come over one you need to live. Psalms number 119. Psalm number 119, 105. I like living this kind of life. It's a good life. I didn't say perfect, but I did say good. Now notice this. Psalms number 119, 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. See, God will tell you in his word, in his word, when you have a decision to make, Seek the Lord while he may be found and call upon him while he is near and learn how to wait on him. In this new life, learn how to wait on him. Because if you wait on him, he's going to make everything plain. Won't he do it? Can't he do it? Has he ever done it for you? Because the enemy won't tell you it's a deep hole right in front of you. And we'll show up talking about, hurry, run. <laughs> learn how to wait. Yes, when you learn how to wait on the Lord, people going to come by you talking about, what you waiting on? I'm waiting on the Lord. Girl, you better go and do what you got to do. You know you got to do it. Got to do what? You, got, you just got to do it. Sometimes people will come and it ain't their business, but they get all in it. Word is a lamp unto my feet. It's a light unto my path. So, this path I'm on, I need light. And when I see the light, walk in it. Because God sees what we don't see. Amen. Mm -hmm. People will lay a trap for you. Acts chapter 9. Well, not before that, go to Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 13. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 13. Search for the old path. I love it. That the Lord let us live this long to have bills and money. And God knows we need instruction for righteousness. Because people will try to set us up. Hebrews chapter 12, are you there? All right, in verse 13. 
12 and 13. Wherefore lift up the hands which hang down and the feeble knees stand up and make straight paths for your feet lest that which is lame be turned out of the way but let it rather be healed. Isn't that a blessing? Make straight paths for your feet. No, I'm not going into business with an unbeliever. No, I'm not marrying an unbeliever. No, no, no. I, it's up to me to decide how I'm going to go down this path. So I'm called upon here to make straight paths for my feet. And to not let anybody lead me astray. That's a blessing. A lot of people don't talk to me no more. Because they found out that I ain't no fool. And I can see straight through them. So in looking straight through people, people don't like for you to see through them. But when you find somebody who has no wisdom and they're trying to set you up, leave them people. I know this sounds like a rough part of Christianity. Separate yourself and, and this and that. It is. But it's easy when you do it. Just tell them. Don't come by my house no more. Ever. Period. As long as my house on earth. Don't come by here. No, mm, no kumbaya. Nothing. Stay away from my house. And, and you know I, I don't have a problem problem saying stay away from my house because you are not a good person you have to guard your life so that your life can be what God wants it to be I tell you one thing he doesn't want it to be messed up just don't come by my house mm-mm Well, thank you, my brother. And I'm so blessed of you talking to God's people. I'm telling you, some of y'all are too soft. And that's why every time you get up, you get knocked back down. Mm -mm. I ain't got no problem saying that. Don't come by my house. You're not welcome. Don't ever come by here. And, and, and you know I'm not making light of it but do not come by my house matter of fact ain't no need to come in anyway because I ain't never there <laughs> but don't come because you're not welcome ain't no I'm not the guy talking about I'm going to pray to the Lord about it no I'm telling you <laughs> just don't come so I am to make very sure that what I'm responsible for, I'm going to take care of. I have to be a guardian over my own life. Now the question is, will I do his will and There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come the Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. 
trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, boy, and girl is coming soon. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.